You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, everybody, to Jersey Boys Podcast. I would say welcome back. We've been doing this for about nine months, but tonight is our very first episode on the SB Nation's Blogging the Boys Podcast Network. We've been doing this for a long time. We've suffered through this season together. Your host, Dave Sturchio, of course, nationwide known comedian, Brett Ernst. You can see him in Cobra Kai as of late. I know he's doing his Cobra Kai world tour uh, all over the all over the country. Whichever states will actually have you at this point. Well, it's only been two states, Sturch. <laughs> whatever states in. will have you. And, of course, his brother, we call him America's fan, Keith Ernst, because, well, he's just that. He is America's fan, and he knows mm-hmm. more than – Absolutely. Oh, dude, we, we he knows him, more. What? We should call him like a cowboy con- – like that cowboy expert. Something, something, because he just like RJ Ochoa drops these little nuggets on Twitter where I'm just like, how did he come up with that stat? RJ, I I got a guy here that says, you know, hold my beer. So we're going to we're going to dive into some of the stuff. I was just in Austin and there was a couple of people that listened to the show that came that came to the stand up show. And they love the podcast, man. But they're like, how does your brother know all of this stuff? <laughs> I, go, I have no idea. I we had know. an episode over the summer where he was literally naming like week by week scores, results. He couldn't could get out of second grade, but he, he could. Uh... <laughs> and they were also like, and they were also like, why is he always drunk too? <laughs> <laughs> this cowboy season as a whole would make anybody drink. So, well, we yeah. are here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network. We're excited. Look, we've all been fans, and of course, we named ourselves the Jersey Boys Podcast because all three of us were born in New Jersey, which we consider, of course, enemy territory. You know, we got the Giants right next door. We got Philadelphia right down the turnpike. You take the train down to Washington, D.C. They're all right there. And being a Cowboy. That's what I was telling everybody in Austin. I said, uh, because, you know, it's Cowboy territory. And a lot of them did, you know, I'd say on stage, I'm a Cowboy fan. And they'd clap and be like, how, Why? I go, listen, it's easy for you guys to be Cowboy fans here. If you grew up in, in New, New Jersey, New York area, Cowboy fan, you know, we went through some stuff, man. We went through <laughs> some stuff, and that's what we bonded on. And that's putting it lightly, and it's putting it politely and keeping it PG of how much stuff we would actually get through and go through as Cowboy fans. I've been a Cowboy fan my entire life. Obviously, uh, you know, my dad, he really didn't give me a choice in the matter. He, he just kind of put me in front of the TV. Here's the Dallas Cowboys. This is our squad. Boom. You know, Brett, I mean, you, you've obviously been through some more Cowboys wars than me. How did you get your start as far as being a Cowboy fan? Well, we, we, um, and again, for the new listeners, the old listeners, we know you've been here. We're just going to rehash this because, you know, it's a new network. It's, yeah. it's a new season, new life. <laughs> um, I've told the story over and over again. And it was basically when I was a little kid in the 70s, late seventies, you know, I always tell people there was like five gate. There was always five teams on TV. It was the Rams, the Steelers, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, and 
the Raiders, I think you'd see a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, our, our father, our, our real father used to always be like, you know, cheering on the Cowboys. And, and I, I remember seeing a Super Bowl as a kid. I mean, I didn't really realize it, but he was always like, let's go, let's go get, you know, so things happen. Our parents went their separate ways. And then I just figured, okay, well, he's a Cowboy fan. I'll be a Cowboy fan. And, you know, I just studied everything about him, man. I, I used to, you know, just like worship him. And then I figured, you know, that'd be our thing. And I would call him up and be like, Hey, we just drafted Jim Jeffcoat. He's like, you know, that's great. Put your mother on. <laughs> and then uh, when we lost to the Niners the first time I called him crying and he's like, you know, why do you care? He's like, why do you keep telling me about the Cowboys? And I'm like, you know, cause that's our team. And he's like, uh, I don't give a, you know, I don't care about the Cowboys. If anything, I root for the giants he's from New Jersey. I just, he was like a gambler. He was, he was, he was gambling. And, and I didn't know that. And I had put so much, <laughs> I put so much into the Cowboys. I just stuck with them. And, you know, and they, dude, they were my childhood. People looked up, up at Spider-Man. I had no, I think I like superheroes, but the Cowboys were my superheroes as a kid up until yeah. about this year. <laughs> I was just going to say, they still got you. They still wooing you right now. The same thing goes for you, Keith. Pretty much. I meant, you know, I, uh, it's funny cause we moved around a lot when we were kids, mm. you know, Jersey, West Virginia, Florida, wherever. And the one thing that was always on TV was the Cowboys. Right. You know, and, and geographically when you're a kid, you don't know where you are. You think everything is, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you don't have somebody in the house telling you like a father saying, Hey, this is going to be your, favorite team or whatever. We don't know. We're just watching what's on TV. Right. And I knew Brett was accused. Who's about seven, eight years older than me. I knew he was, uh, I knew he was a cowboy fan and they were on TV as well. And I remember seeing Drew Pearson were technically, I've only, I only really saw Pearson for like two seasons, but it was enough. Right. Bro, that's crazy. Yeah. And he's my favorite player. I was just going to say, he's your favorite player. When yeah. But it doesn't matter. Year, he's, it was, dude, that guy caught everything everything and when i was a kid i was just so impressed with that and that, that's why they're america's team they were always on tv so once we finally kind of settled in in new jersey it was too late i mean our stepfather right. was a, a real giants fan if he would have got a hold of us earlier who knows but the day de- i don't jump teams and that's how i am yeah we don't we don't want to be frauds around and, and let me tell you something brett and i went through some horrible years in the 80s and like when we were in south florida when we moved to south florida as well the dolphins were prime we were going one in 15 and all this other stuff. And we that was Marino, like Marino's heyday down there. When you yeah, we that. went and jumped, man. And it, you know, it, it's been our, in our blood. And like, and like Brett said, you know, they were our superheroes, man. They started this part of our childhood. When I'm watching them play, I can't help it. I can't help but get upset. I can't help but curse. I can't help but break things, you know, <laughs> the way it is. Small things, small things. Monetary also, stuff. you know, again, um, we, we, you know, cause we moved so much. It just, it was the one constant, man. We just, and me and him always bonded through the games, man. And then he would be outside catching everything going. Remember you were a kid, you'd always name your player. Yeah. You know, Keith was like, I'm Drew Pearson. I'm Drew Pearson. We remember arguing, man, we almost fought a whole block one time. <laughs> With yeah. uh, the spaghetti head and those guys <laughs> talking yeah. crap about yeah. the. By the way, how great was it? I know we I haven't been able to catch up with you guys to watch the that all those giant fans that were talking all that crap. And I told them, you've got eight hours. You better watch your mouth because those Eagles are going to throw that game 
I knew if we won, I know they would have thrown the game. I was surprised they did that to the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. But I, 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 they, they're the the bragging and arrogance of them for eight hours to the deflatingness. I would have. I'm so glad it happened to us this way. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can really handle if we would have won that game. I, and I would have been moonwalking all over my dad's house. And then, and then all of a sudden it just gets the rug. Yeah, just gets that swept. Been horrible. And it couldn't have happened to a better bunch of fans. But I will say this. <laughs> now the rest of the world gets to see what horrible people the Eagles are. The <laughs> NFC East is always known. And, you know, look, there's been a kinship with the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. We have a rivalry, but there's always been that respect because Tom Landry was started with the Giants. Um, you know, we got Parcells, the the Garretts. There's always been something between the Cowboys and the Giants, you know? Right. Um, Ties, yeah. And, you know, the Redskins, as much as we hated them, but there's nobody worse than the Eagles. And now the world gets to see what oh, they were every NFC East fan knew. They were, they were <laughs> yeah. exposed. They were exposed on Sunday Night Peterson Football. lost his job over that, by the way. Which was nuts because they said the guy was safe prior in. And then he's like, all right, then I'll just kind of do my thing. And then, by the way, you're out. What are you doing? Why would you do that? That's very, very very angry. Previous episodes, I say (laughs) players don't and coaches should not um, choke and just give a game away. Yeah, nobody, nobody, the players don't tank. But we saw a lot. We saw, we saw something different on that week. But, you know, speaking of the NFL playoffs, I know it's, it's, non-existent for us as Cowboy fans this year. It was just one of those years where, hey, listen, it could have happened. I mean, somehow, some way, the season was interesting. No, I, Look, we, we were happy those last games meant something, but nobody should sniff the playoffs if you're 6-10. and 10. Right. So, the Gi- yeah, like I said, the Giants would have made the playoffs 6-10. and 10, The world would have yeah. imploded. So, yeah. obviously, we're not in the playoffs, but we are watching the playoffs. We're all NFL fans first. And, you know, wild card weekend came and went. Some, gr- you know, crazy good stories with Buffalo and Cleveland – and now we get to divisional championship, you know, weekend in which the Cowboys haven't really, you know, gotten past this round. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. We haven't gotten past this round since 95. But when we when we take a look at what just happened, uh, because, look, people are listening to this. It's Monday, January 18th, 2021, and everybody's ready for the, the title game. OK, the, the two title games. We start by just recapping of what we just saw. I mean, if you guys were just watching it, um, the Saints and the Bucks, and uh, there's a lot of emotions into this one because it could have been Breeze's last ride. All signs pointing to that. I mean, we watched we watched them hug and embrace on the field after the post game. Um, but what a game, though, man! I mean, it's 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 a shame that it went the way it went. I was clearly rooting for Brady. I want that Brady Rogers matchup, but I, I just didn't see Drew Brees just really showing his age tonight. Well, yeah, those last two interceptions, man. I mean, that yeah. was. You want to know what's crazy, though? Like, out of all the four teams that – NFC teams, we ne- we've we never played – I believe this is off the top of my head, guys. So Here we I don't go. Know. Here we go. <laughs> I don't think we've ever played the Saints in the playoffs. I think we did. I think we played them in a wild card round when um, – when uh, what's his name? When Archie Manning was there. I'm almost positive. They got – they made oh, the playoffs. The 70s, that's probably why. Then. Or it might be Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's again. Anyways, I just find that because I know that we have, um, I was going to say all the rest of the teams, we obviously have played in the playoffs, but yeah, man, that was, uh, including the bucks. We've actually played the bucks a couple times in the playoffs from when I had to be what creamsicle bucks late seventies, early eighties, man. Yeah. Orange bucks. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, that, um, 
you know, it's funny because in previous episodes, I've had to listen to my brother and I say this in the nicest way because I don't want to get angry. Um, Why would you even get angry? Why? Because, well, because I've, I've been saying how great Brady, how but he's see, the this, greatest this is, of all time. But this is my point, bro. He's the greatest he, of all time. He played he awful down. today. He didn't play great today. Oh, awful. awful. What the, what? He played what? He had 200 yards? He didn't watch the game. Nor, I nor, the first half. I watched the first half. It bro, was, he had I two touchdowns. He was money when he had to, when he had to be money. I mean, he was completing. I mean, stop with this. Dude, the Bucks have not won a playoff since 2002. And that was the year, I believe, they won the Super Bowl, right? Just so you think I'm not full of crap, let me grab my my ticket that I bet because I got the I, I took the Bucks and I and I took. That's the, fine. The That's fine. Bucks. I'm not calling. And this is I'm the first saying. time. This is the first time I think that Brady actually uh, in a long time where he's played two away games in a row. So we could throw that out of there where we're like, there was a there was a big thing thinking like it's going to be very hard to beat Tom yeah. Brady three times. Guys, it, it, again. It's not, he's the best in the, oh, I, I mean, like, did he's you the see greatest Aaron, ever. The, the plays that Aaron Rodgers made, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll get into All that. What I'm saying is Tom Brady is not doing this in the 90s. He's not doing this in the 80s. We are watching a different game of football now. That's that's fine, bro. But what I'm trying to say is, is that who knows? You're saying that Joe Montana would have been able to do what Brady's doing now. Is that what I'll you're saying? I'll tell you right now. Dan Marino would be throwing 6,000 yards. I'm not talking about the yards, though. I'm talking about winning and being clutch. Okay, even winning. Look, there was a play that I watched when I, before I got on the plane where they flagged a Buccaneer for a, 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 a hitting a, a defenseless receiver, and he hit him with the shoulder pad. These guys can't even touch him. It's right. just – That's fine. Yes, every, I, I, bro, I, I, every quarterback is going through that, not just Brady. Why does Brady continue to go to the Super Bowl and win listen, if it's that easy? See, this, is what, this is where you're confusing it. We're not saying it, – it, I'm talking about – that era that was back then, the best eras from the late 80s to the 90s, they are not doing this. Brady is not doing this in that era. He's not, he's not winning like this. He, he would be flushed and killed out of the pocket. Okay, well, Dude, but you see, but, you're, you're, but you're, you're speaking as you're saying something we'll never be able to see. But we, we know it. But it's what, hypotheticals, yeah, it's hypothetical. We've seen, it's hypothetical. We've seen, we've, seen both, we've seen both eras of football. So you're we talking have. right now. You're telling me right now that this is the best era of football I'm ever. Not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Garbage. Tom Brady is the no, greatest. He's, just, he's saying that Brady, saying Tom is, Brady is the, the greatest quarterback ever. No, yeah. Tom Brady nine Super Bowls. He's been the nine Super Bowls. He's won right. six Super Bowls, and now he's going to an NFC Championship where you said in the beginning of the season that if Bill Belichick, you said in the beginning of the season if Bill Belichick does not make the playoffs and Tom Brady goes deep into the playoffs. You will then say he's the greatest of all time. And now you're right. backing off. Now you're backing out from that. Say, no, we also did say that he was in the same style of offense he was in. You know so, what's crazy? I saw a crazy. I mean, looking stat. at Joe Montana, Joe Montana played in two different style of offenses and, and was successful in two different style of offenses. What? What? You, you, what? what is that? that? You know, it's crazy though. Here's it ready for this crazy. Wait, 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 wait. You can't even segue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. It's fine. Listen, this has been. I don't even want to get into that. It's been a heated. Here's my question. Here's my question. In the era where defense counted, right? Where you had defenses like the Giants and the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Steel Curtain and all that, you really think that he's going at nine Super Bowls? You really think that in an era? He beat the Ravens, bro. That Ravens defense. Well, you could jam a receiver. And keep him on the line of scrimmage, or take a guy out. We will never know because he didn't play then. So you're you're hypothetically speaking, the the facts are 
nine, he's been to nine Super Bowls and he's won six. Okay. Please segue. <laughs> Please say, all well, I was going to say is. Let me ask you this then. Do you, do you think Emma Smith is the greatest running back of all time? Yes. You would take, you don't think Walter Payton is? I would take Emmett over Walter. Yes, I would. Okay, so you're talking about a guy that had breakaway speed, could make you miss, run you over, uh, could could throw a ball 40 yards on a rope, and mm-hmm. also make one-handed catches 30 yards downfield with his toes on the sideline. Mm-hmm. He's not as decorated as Emmett. Emmett is durable. I love Emmett to death. I, my backfield would be Walter and Emmett, but Walter Payton was the most complete player, okay? okay. And in the era in the teams that he played against and with, count. Now, if this era of football where you've got guys putting up 4,000 yards, there's no rushing anymore. Who's the rushing game's obsolete because you don't even need to set but it up for the pass. still wins, bro. I get what you're saying, but he's he just saying wins. that Tom Brady, because of the way he did it in this era, even if it's even regardless of era, he's won six Super Bowls. Okay. It's hard to debate. Let me ask you this. We got a segue. Is Bill Russell better, greater than Michael Jordan? I don't, I don't know, bro. No, he's not. No, Even no. though he has almost twice the amount of championships because in the era he played, basketball was a different game. And it was also, it was also less teams too, but go ahead. But I'm saying it was a different game. This is a different game of football. And you also, and, right. and actually when Joe Montana was winning, he had 28 teams to deal with. Brady so has 32. We'll, we'll close with this stat that I, I looked up and I heard. Brady in the divisional round in his career is 14 and two. He's played an entire regular season in the divisional round of the playoffs. That is mind numbing. But if he played those in the sixties, that's not what I'm saying. And you know, that's not what I'm saying. And why don't you make it a, a, instead of just saying he has six Super Bowls, you sound like Patriot fans. You sound like the Eagle fans that's, too. Well, we got the most recent. So well, guess what? We, that's what us Cowboy fans sound like when we say we won five. Well, speaking Bowls. of the AFC, you know, it's funny you say that speaking of the AFC, the other game that happened today, the Kansas City Chiefs were taking on the feel-good Browns. Everybody was kind of jumping on their ship a little bit. Not Vegas because that was a 10-point spread the entire time. But crazy turn of events. You know, the game's not out of reach. And then Mahomes gets knocked silly. I've never actually seen – guys get hit in the head and then they get yeah. up and then they go off to the sidelines. They do the whole independent neurology uh, – you know, head doctor guy. And this time I saw a quarterback in Patrick Mahomes take a hit and then try to get up and his legs did the – the the wobble and I was like, oh my god! Like he he yeah. got knocked. We we said That's this on the crazy. phone. Starts. They're gonna push that concussion protocol away. It's very they, it's very no interesting. Very interesting to see what they play. do. Because it, in the yeah in the post game press conference, right in the post game press conference with Andy Reid, he was very very adamant. Like oh he he felt great. Uh, he's doing fine. Blah blah blah. Uh, unlike I, unlike Joe Montana who played with concussions and a broken back. <laughs> it's a different. Game, right? but by the way, without wait, really quick, have you guys seen uh, those? It's it's the NFL Network where they have the experts. Like like I saw one with the defensive lineman. They had uh, Randy White, uh, Bruce Smith. Oh, it's like a roundtable, right? Yeah, the roundtable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy White brought something up that I I never even and Keith, you probably didn't realize this either. All right, because they were talking like uh, Jason Taylor was talking about you know coming in and out of games. Randy White never left the game. Like the defensive lineman back then never substituted. <laughs> they never rotated. They never rotated. And now, and now all, all that wins is depth, making sure you have depth, making yeah, sure exactly. guys can rotate in and yeah, out. Yeah, they kind never of left the game. He said that. He goes, we never rotated. It was just we were in the whole game. Did you guys have any 
rump, like any kind of gut feeling that the Browns could have pulled this off regardless of Mahomes? No, I didn't. And I'm surprised it was night that they came back from 19 to three. I thought it was over. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. But I felt bad after, before the half, man. And, and here's the thing. I saw that that the, the fumble into the end zone, the touchback. That's such a crap rule. But, I mean, but I know here's, it's a rule, but Jesus. Here's the thing. I saw that. I thought he scored, and I walked away to take care of some parental stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And I came back. I'm like, was it? He didn't touch the pylon. What happened? Yeah, he was like a whole yard. It was like an inch short. Like that's, And he fumbled before. He did the David okay. Carr. He did the David yeah, Carr. When he, we played him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that yeah. is. But what about the Terry Glenn when we played Seattle before the Romo drop? That oh, happened. Oh, yeah. Not, not, you guys know that. I, I watched that game. That. that game, I got to see the whole uh, Cleveland game. I actually uh, I thought Cleveland was going to win. I, I, I was going to bet them on the money line, but I didn't. I just took them with the points. Disrespect the Chiefs are getting right now. Just It's not It's not disrespect. It's just well, They also it, haven't played a meaningful game in a month. <laughs> so. right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like Cleveland's on it. They were pretty hot, man. They were on a roll. I mean, look, they, they could have pulled it out if they were, you know. They had just, one last I, drive. I mean, they I think had teams, one last... Again, I didn't plan on Mahomes leaving either. So and, right. when I they, they were up get like 22-3, I'm like, God, I'm so glad. I'm so stupid I took them. And you you remember this, bro. Like, and Search, I know you were a little sturched then, but it's so hard. <laughs> I'm always going to be a little When you win a Super Bowl, you get bored. And I think the Chiefs, even though they were technically 14-1, and because I'm not going to count that last game, Right. You can just see they're going through the motions and they win when they have to win. What about that call with the pass at the end when you needed a, a half a yard? As Cowboy fans, we would have been screaming. If oh, they the threw fourth the and inches. That was fourth and inches. Dude, we would have been. First of all, I times, would have challenged this that. season have we gotten out of control because Dude. of Kellen Moore calling something where it's like what? you need to run Zeke right up the gut. They don't have a Zeke on that team. They don't. Um, but what? come on, man. Williams they, was running. They, yes. I get Williams had a game, but I'm saying like yeah. they don't have a guy where you think like, all right, fourth and inches, just hand the ball off for good. You All right, I mean? hey, look, I, I hate to say this, but any running back in the NFL should be able to get a fourth and inch. Anyone. I, I agree. Yeah. And I, I would have I would have done a sneak, first of all. That's what I would have. I mean, and they've inches. done that. They've done that. You know, that was a I'm sorry, that was a that was a stupid play call. It was. It but was. He looks like he's got the balls you know, on him or whatever. I was gonna, no, yeah. I was gonna say it looks like he's got balls of steel because boy, like, that was a call. Because if it didn't go through, but you know what? They'd be like, all right, well, he's won a Super Bowl. Like, but you're <laughs> right. If that was Garrett or Kellen Moore. Oh my god, they would have ran. <laughs> we lost because of that. Oh my god, we would have we would have I, I can't even imagine the, the response we would have gave. I, I would have been on the phone with you guys in the group chat, just 
expletive after expletive after all and, that and stuff. Really quick with Cleveland too, man. I will say they. I think they have the best running backfield. In and, the and Kareem running Hunt back had two backfield touches. in the NFL. Kareem Hunt had two touches to us. going in. Like what? Dude, I know. I know. I don't and know they, what their I mean, game plan was, but, but he Chubb wasn't is just Chubb in him, man. I don't, and that's I don't know why they they try to force Baker down. Your there was court, a lot of passing. Know? There was a lot of passing out of Baker. I mean, you got two of the best running backs. Of, Running back tandem. I think know? it's because you're playing from behind, so it's like you know. True, true. You know, it's just. But let me ask you a question. Before that, fourteen inches. Didn't you think he got the first down, Henny? I did. I did. I was like, like that was like even happening. That wasn't yeah. even close. It seemed like. Yeah. No. I. It's funny. It's funny when these referees they mark spot. the stuff. When they mark those spots, first of all, and I have to segue or at least mention that Tony Romo is the greatest commentator of all time, <laughs> dude. He just said. He said, like, only Andy Reid would run a spread shotgun on fourth and inches. <laughs> he was saying that, and he was saying – he was also saying something that was hilarious um, where he was like, something, 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 and, he, and then he was like – and then they almost did it. Like, he was just – he went back on his word. Oh, my God, he's such a natural And he uh, is, uh, you know, leave it to a Dolphin player, <laughs> ex-quarterback. He, he, um, he actually played well before. Anything is possible. <laughs> he was throwing some strikes, man. He was, he was. But I meant yeah. that interception looked like a misread. Look, you know what I mean? But I mean, that he threw an interception punt. He threw that ball up there. <laughs> and people were just kind of wait. He could have fair caught that interception uh, in the back. Uh. But staying in the AFC, obviously, we also watched another team with a very mobile quarterback uh, in Lamar Jackson taking on the Bills. Now, going into this game, you know the Bills' rush defense kind of gave up some yardage against the Colts. You know what I mean? So you kind of wonder. You know, the Ravens are coming in as a better rushing team. You got Lamar, you got Dobbins, you got, you know, their rushing team is good. But boy, man, they are very, very, I mean, I know they did, they worked us like nobody's business and so did the Browns. But I mean, you know, the Ravens really worked us rushing wise, but they are so one dimensional, man. Like if they have to throw, it's not happening. Yeah, he threw some, I mean, I, I saw a couple of nice passes, but most of it is when he's buying time, right? Right. There was times where I'm just like, you would think that he had, I'm kidding you, like eight seconds to, and, to throw and, you the know, ball. Missing but, the field. You know what's crazy is like, I feel like the Ravens are, they remind me of the Cowboys and Romo just a little bit. <laughs> because you look, he's going to start, he's going to get that, you know, he's going to get the Romo thing. Well, oh, I don't know if he can win, the, even though he's won a playoff. He's getting, but he's, he's one in he, three now. He and might, yeah. listen, that, that class, 2018 with Baker Mayfield, Sam mm-hmm. Darnold, you know, also Lamar Jackson. He might be the next one to kind of get dacked. And I and I make that as a verb, you know, like where he's won games. Yeah, he, you're right. Are they gonna he's your leader? Franchise he's the guy. Back. Yeah, he, and then here come the franchise tags and stuff. But, because- but if you look, you look at this game, it just seemed like something that would happen to us. Like the two missed field goals. I've never seen Tucker hasn't missed field goals. But did you see life. how they missed them? <laughs> I know. No, they both hit the upright. That's accuracy if you think about I it. I know. He hit the pole <laughs> twice. It's like that is something where we'd be talking about, like, how does that happen? Yeah. As Cowboy fans, you know? And it's like and, – and, and you know, they were dropping passes. I saw uh, Lamar had one that was dropped. Even um, the kid uh, that came in for him, Hutton. Yeah. Um, near, when they were, like, in, in, in the red zone, it was like a second and goal, and the dude dropped it right there, which could have made a difference, too. And I, he, I, I didn't watch – I, I missed this whole game, man. I was on stage. And the, <laughs> yeah, that's – I didn't busy guy. Though. You're a busy guy, but we can't discredit the Bills' defense. They really stepped it up. And, of course, man, Stephon Diggs has turned into one of the better receivers in the league. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, with the – with the, um, I want to say with the Bills as well, you know, 
it's funny because watching the defense, like you would think, why are people copying this game plan? Right. And maybe they are. They just don't have the players because a couple of the spies, that one linebacker they had, I don't know his name. He was on Lamar the whole time, man. And that, that, and he got knocked out of the game too, bro. You don't know, but Lamar got knocked out. Yeah. The concussion. They're running him like a freaking running back. Like there was one play where I don't know where he took the option and he's not even trying to slide. No. And they no. just destroyed he, dude, he's got the mask. He's got the running back mask that he wears. Like mm-hmm. he is a legitimate throwing running back. Like there's and, just no way around it. And I'm sure he'll work on his craft and I'm sure he'll get to the off season and, and work on his throwing and, and for crying out loud, man, the Ravens need to give him a weapon or two. Like it's oh, yeah, like yeah. Hollywood Brown is, is serviceable. And I love Des Bryant, but like, you know, Jeez, that's all you're throwing to. I mean, they got a great. Um, how was Des? How's, how's Des been doing? He had like a couple reps, but nothing. He had a. I, I think he got a catch call back. Like, want to hear something crazy, bro? Uh, the uh, Cole Beasley and Des Bryant were playing against playing each, each other. other. So one of them went to an NFC Championship, but neither of them caught a pass today. Not even Beasley. Really? Neither did, neither did Michael Thomas, which is insane. Well, he's not a cowboy, but no. But I know. But I'm just thinking, like, of all these big name receivers that aren't yeah, even yeah. getting looks. Um, but yeah, that, that, that game was. We're not talking about Michael Tom. We're gonna worry about him. Yeah, Michael Tom. Worry about him. Yeah. You talk about Des and B's. What are you doing? <laughs> you embarrass yourself on our first episode on the thing. Now I don't we don't want to do this anymore. You know? <laughs> Stick with the NFC. I, is there a better quarterback going right now than Aaron uh, Rodgers? Okay, this game I watched. Okay, yes. and uh, that's my point, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I watch Aaron Rodgers, and, and look again, man. I know you don't believe me because I'm just trying to trying to bring it home. I like Brady's story. I love Brady. I love that he's 40 and he's still playing. I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Everything he's done to us, Brady's never done anything to us like Aaron Rodgers has done to us. He's beat us a couple times. Good lord, man! On the run, he threw that. What was that? That 20 yard freaking. Uh, just a, a bullet, man, to the sideline. It's again. the flick of the I wrist, mean, he's and he's throwing so it accurate. Throwing it, flick of the wrist, throwing it down 60 yards down the field, hits Lazard at the end to kind of seal it. But, man, oh, man, that Packers – if I had – if you put a gun to my head right I now, which I know Keith others. loves to do, uh, <laughs> put guns to heads. But, boy, I have a hard time thinking that, that you know, anybody slows down the Packers right now. I mean, the, look, anything's possible. We watched, you know, Buffalo going to run. We watched Cleveland beat Pittsburgh. We saw a lot of things already in the playoffs. But, boy, oh, boy, is that team just gelling. And that and – that, and that, and Aaron Rodgers is not a choke guy. No. I mean, he's had – listen, he has bad games. He has bad games. Uh, he, he's not – this ain't going to be a bad – It depends. It depends the mood he's in, man. I think when he comes also out – defenses too, man. With I mean, that – Let's not let's, – let's talk about that again really quick because you guys saw that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the defense didn't really show up today either for uh, uh, – this. I mean, the Saints played okay. They, they got back there, but – I'm saying like, you know, the, the, uh, uh, it, it just depends to what, what happens on the other side of the ball. Right. right. So when Green Bay, Green Bay's defense, man, was playing pretty good, man. And they, listen, Goff had like one thumb and, and like he, they were limited and they have a running game. It's all bashed up. Cooper Cup missed the game. So they were kind of hobbled. But, dude, that's a, that's a, what, what's that? No, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you finish. I got I excited. Just, I remember to play from the game that I thought was awesome. Yeah. I mean, like you, that team came in like a, you know, like a, like a bird with a, with a wing, you know what I mean? Like it was just the, the Packers didn't really have to do much to, to put it away. So did you see the hook and lateral bro? That yeah, that was conversion? phenomenal for them. Yeah, that was great. That was, 
That was aw- that's what I mean. McVeigh, man, you know he's he's a good coach, dude. Yeah, you know? I mean, look, that's going to be the coaching from you know from uh, you know well, this from is the now type on, coaching, right? And this is the type of coaching you're going to have to deal with now, and, and you know it's conducive to the to the rules. Now and you you mentioned McVay is like a kid that's playing Madden with adults, right? You know what I mean? Like that's what he's doing, right? Yeah, he's no, out there and- calling calling Madden plays. You know and what I noticed too is that how good um. Like, like it was a play. Remember that bomb he threw to that? Uh, Rogers had a touchdown to some receiver. He's like their Noah Brown. Like our Noah Brown was this like guy. Because uh, yeah, something like that. Post, but what on the post downfield that one? Yeah, yeah. And what he was doing before then, and I and I, I was thinking that he throws those quick screen, 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 and a guaranteed he knew what he was doing. He set them up, man, because that guy was wide open. Oh, that, that Packers saying? offense is great, and, and it's yeah. fueled by their coaching on y- another young coach. And I bring this to your attention because now this is going to be discussed. Wait, wait, I, I want to add one more. Sure, yeah, yeah. I was at a bar. This is again. This is my point. We're watching. I watched because they. I, I'm at, I'm at a hotel. When I watched that Packers game, uh, it's all Cowboy fans now because I'm in Addison. Mm-hmm. Every other play, you would hear people go, "Oh my god!" Oh, right. God. Wow. You didn't hear that with the Saints and the Bucks. Oh, stop, dude. Get over it, man. <laughs> I'm trying to get my brother to go. It's like, what, but, what is No, it? it's it's funny because we, we talk about Jesus. how high-powered this Packers offense is and if they're going to be stopped. You know, it's going to be up to the Bucks defense to do it. But the coaching, you know, Rodgers and, and, and the head coach, um, LaFleur, right, they have such a, a rapport already. And, and last year they were LaFleur's talking that about – coach? Huh? David LaFleur? Wasn't that <laughs> No, yeah. I I'm telling you, there's like there's just this, there's like uh there's a there's a camaraderie um with those guys that were just Matt, Matt LaFleur. There was a camaraderie. I had to look it up for a sec because I'm like Mike LaFleur is actually the offensive coordinator for now the Jets. So the LaFleur brothers are running wild. But anyway. There's a camaraderie now between these two after last year where people were like, oh, you know, maybe they're not getting along. Maybe they're just like, they're just not gelling right. Dude, this is back-to-back NFC Championship game appearances for the Green Bay Packers. Now, blogging the boys will be asking this question and we'll be the first ones to answer it. Does the success of the Green Bay Packers right now, two back-to-back NFC Championship games, does that worry you because it's officially the post-Mike McCarthy era? That's a big deal. Worry me as, as far as like they're going to be. Meaning they, Mike McCarthy was never the reason. Right. Right. Yeah, I was going to say. So it, it, explain that. So do they mean more like that? That Mike McCarthy. I would say. Are you worried that, that that all this success is happening as soon as McCarthy's yeah, gone? Yeah, I, look, man, I, I, I said, yeah, I don't know because I, I didn't get to do the wrap up, but the, for the last episode. So it'll be clean on this one. Coaching was the whole reason why we lost that game. And, and it didn't end up mattering anyways, but for you not to, 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 to even call or, 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 or challenge that catch, which, and they had time, they were setting up for a field goal, right? That's man. all you got. It's like when the field goal kicker comes out, you got one job. Now you're calling the game, but these types of moments, players, when, when, when you talk about being clutch on a field, their mm-hmm. players are going to mess up sometimes because they're, they're playing 70, 80 plays. Okay. This is one moment you've got 15 or 11 people up there, everybody, and you don't challenge that call. 
That to me, and and I think Keith brought up that in the last that he or you brought up that he's the one that challenged the Des Bryant catch. <laughs> Which, right? Whether that be well, a booth review or not, he made sure that thing was reviewed. Right? Why the heck? Now, now you're in field. Now fifty yard field goal. What are you saving that for? He was, and it's a whole different game. Now we got to score a touchdown. We could have won that game, which would have yeah. been heartbreaking. And, and I was just going to say, did you really want to win that game? But <laughs> yeah. no, I, I think it was the, the whole season is a reflection of him. I think that we're already, myself personally, I'm already, whether the, whether the pack, packs did good or not, I already think that this is going to be a long road. See, what okay. bothered me with McCarthy on that, what Brett's talking about is I'm willing to give a guy you know, somewhat a chance. And when I say that is he didn't even say I was wrong in the press conference. He stood by his word. Now that's what worries me right there. Mm-hmm. If he would have came out and said, look, I did mess up, man. You know, I, I was, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was, if he gave some, but instead he said, Oh no, it would, it, it would, it's irrelevant. If we would have done that, it was, a, it would have been a catch like, no, stop now. Now, now you're not, the words not, he used, the words he used, it was too like close. That. And I was like, well, if it's close, isn't that yeah. the reason? But I will say this about McCarthy, okay? Yes, I am very, 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 very worried, okay? Because they just went, like you said, Sturch, they're on their way to their second NFC championship. I know they got their butts kicked by San Fran last year, but it doesn't matter. They made it to one game away from the Super Bowl. When they were with McCarthy, the only, they won one Super Bowl during that whole time. And here's something a lot of people don't know. That one Super Bowl they won, they shouldn't even have been in the playoffs. That was, they made the playoffs at 10 and six. That was the miracle in the new Meadowlands. Do you remember that game? The miracle no, in the new Meadowlands. remember that, bro. The miracle in the new Meadowlands was when the, the uh, you'll know it once I start. The Giants were up 31 to 10 against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, is this okay. Deshaun Jackson? Deshaun Jackson. Oh, if the yeah. Giants didn't lose that, they lost, bro. They lost 38. To, they, it was seven minutes left. The Giants were up 31 to 10. Oh, that's okay. when the Eagles you know what, scored bro? four. I, I, that's when Coughlin That's when Coughlin said to Matt Dodge, you better kick this ball out of bounds. And no, then he kicks it I, yeah. I, I was associating that with, when Green, with Green Bay. So you're talking about the Giants. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, 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 no. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, is that if the Giants won that game, Green Bay didn't make, don't make the playoffs that year. Right. Because then they would have been 11 and five, but since they had the tight. So what I'm trying to say is, is that that's the only year they won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. When they went 14 and two, they lost the first round. We all know that the Dallas Cowboys, that was a catch against Des. He had no business going to Seattle. We know right. that if it wasn't for that tight rope catch with the Dak, they wouldn't have went to that NFC championship. When I say with Dak, the, the year we went with Dak, when he threw it to, when it was fourth and 20 and he, yeah, threw. whatever it was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm just saying though. And he got, his, he got his butt kicked in Atlanta when he went up there. So yes, I am worried because it looks like that he either squeaked in or when he got in, he choked and we're seeing what Aaron Rodgers can do. Aaron Rodgers is, is doing better without him. Have they ever been the two NFC championships in a row? I don't know. This but the I first one he gets to play at Lambeau yet. though. But I thought the new miracle in the Meadowlands is when your mom only had 15 hot dogs, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> well, those those jokes, if you want those jokes, go back to the feed and get those jokes. Those are good jokes. But there's negativity. Obviously, we're talking about Mike McCarthy. We're worried about Mike McCarthy. Right off the top of your head, since this is divisional round weekend and it kind of came and went, before we wrap this up, do you have any kind of fond memories of divisional championships? I can name one because it's the last one we had, really, was – was the Philadelphia Eagles when we beat their, uh, you know, I mean, when the we last beat them one up we 30, won. 30 to 11. 
Yeah. Uh, Deion Sanders had himself a day. He picked off Randall Cunningham, who came in for Rodney Pete. Um, and then obviously Deion had an end around touchdown. And it was just, that was one of the fond ones I can Those think of are... because, yeah, I mean, look, 94, 95, like these, that's my heyday. I'm nine, 10 years old. I remember yeah. this stuff. Okay. Well, it's funny because you sent a text, which is kind of funny saying, I know you guys have a whole hell of a lot more than I do <laughs> divisional, but here's the thing. We really don't search. <laughs> I mean, I don't. My first division. I don't play- either. I don't either. Well, I, you, you watched, uh, you, you have, well, more- I did watch the Redskins Niners. Uh, yeah. Uh, like all that. See, I, my first one I saw is when we lost 20 to nothing or 21 to nothing to the Rams in 80, the 85 bear season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? That's when we were doing the, the hand thing. Yeah. Like we always do stereo, like, um, not, um, superstitious stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Superstitious stuff. Yeah. And so we're sorry. We'd ever got it right. The soup, the, <laughs> we're doing a patty cake patty cake game or something that was my insanity yeah and we never got it right so we ended up losing 20 to nothing and eric dickerson just had a a game but i have to say my and that's dude you you put it this way sturch you and i we have seen i've seen just as many division divisional game wins than you have as the little sturch has as a little sturch little okay because we went 30 years older than you little sturch yeah because we beat we beat the eagles so my favorite is the 92 eagles to get that's down on 92 Eagles. So that's, that's two wins over the Eagles that we have because we, we finally got to that. I was my, you know, my first NFC championship, but there's one that really pisses me off. Okay. And it's the it's supposed to be positivity, but the divisional, I know, but the divisional champion, uh, the divisional championship or playoff game against the lions lions. Yeah. Okay. Cause we just beat the bears in the wild. We got the doors blown lions. off us. Did we not? They beat the hell out of us. But the one thing that bothers me so much, and this is cause I love Emmett and I think Barry's great is they always show that stupid run with Barry Sanders. It's like a 60-yard run. And and t- actually, Tony Casillas is in that where, like, Tony Casillas is looking both ways and he kind of yeah, runs behind him for a touchdown. But here's the thing that bothers me. The game was over. They were already up 31-6. to six. And I'm not saying that the Cowboys are laying down, but they were literally in, like, almost um, – what's like it called? Shutdown mode. Yeah, no, they shut down. Pre- yeah, they were not, just, not pre. You know, where they uh, what is what's the what's the call when you not shut down, but when you um like victory you, formation, victory formation. Thank you. Okay. They were very close to victory formation, and he and here they the are. Run. Barry Sanders runs, and it makes our defense. Whenever they show that, like, oh, Barry Sanders is the great. It's like no. First of all, that run there was probably his longest run, and that's not why we lost that game at all. But all right. just because that. Sanders run came. It didn't happen the first quarter. It didn't happen in the second. It didn't happen. It happened when the game was over. That one rubs you. Just yeah, the wrong way forever. Well, obviously. look, obviously we, we – go ahead, Brett. No, I was going 92 Eagles. Because yeah, okay, same game. All right, so that, that, all three well, of us in I mean, lockstep. You got to understand, I was in – I think I was in Tallahassee at the time, and, and you know, I, I, I just hated the Eagles. Their defense was phenomenal that year. Yeah. Um, and – you know, that was a very special year because I know what we're going to re- – are we going to recap an NFC Championship game? Most likely, yeah. Next time. Right. Yeah, next time. That the, the one after that, for me, for Keith even drove, what, eight hours to watch that together. Yeah, man. And um, But that – when we beat the Eagles, I, I just couldn't believe it, man. I, I, yeah, was, you couldn't. And I remember you, bro. You were – I remember you being really scared before that game. I was, like, I was you were petrified. so worried. I was Yeah, you were so worried. But you know what's the only thing that I, I was like, bro, we're gonna win this. And I know the only thing that that scared me is they dedicated the season to Jerome Brown, and like they were just—I mean, that defense, Reggie White. Bro, was who just, was who was quarterbacking? There was like an older quarterback. No, it was it was Cunningham, dude. It was Cunningham. Yeah, or Handel. 
All right. Well, listen, we ha- we have our memories. We talk a lot of nostalgia here on the Jersey Boys podcast. We always obviously cover the current Cowboys. We'll have a lot of stuff, a lot of lists. We will rehash a lot of the the fun times we had over the last summer because we we did a lot of cool lists, interactive guy. So guys, if you stuck with us, through, you know, through the new platform, thank you. If you're new listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And of course, and old, old listeners, let us know. Let us know, man. And Sturge, when do I, when do we get to? I know we're, we're just in the future. Can when can we redo our awards? Because I never got to give my awards, our our little league ceremony. Oh, we'll definitely give our participation little league awards very very soon. So, on behalf of uh, blogging the boys podcast network, we are excited to be joining you guys for Dave Sturgeo, Brett Ernst, Keith Ernst. We hope you guys enjoyed your first taste at the Jersey Boys podcast. Every Monday, come check us out. And, of course, always support the entire feed. We got Tony Casillas, RJ Ochoa on Tuesdays. We got Riled Up on Thursdays. We got draft shows on Wednesdays. We got the girls. We love Kelsey. We love Meg. Those girls, uh, girls talking boys on Friday. So enjoy the new lineup. Enjoy the football week. And we'll see you guys next time. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently. Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero setup developer first environment combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features.